how loud that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 220. We are that podcast that talks about anime games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I am Mako-chan. And as we did say, Avalon was going to join us, but something's come up, so she will not be able to join us tonight. So she'll be on an episode probably next week or somewhere down the line, because, you know, we'll always fit her in. So what's up, everybody? Hey. Meh. I was kind of feeling that on Sunday. I think that's the first time my feet actually hurt walking around at a convention. Then I realized I was wearing my normal uh, skate sneakers as opposed to my normal walking sneakers. So... Yeah. So, what can you do? You know, you know, you know. Uh, we uh-huh. are, yep, we are live tonight, week of June 16, 2015, on the VOG Network. We're here Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at 2. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, ChatZilliki, the chat room is VOG, V-O-G, or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash VOG Network. Um, there is an IRC link. Yeah, click on that. It'll bring you right into the chat so you can rock and roll. So, so there you go. Okay, let's go on with this. Um, like I said, we're on the VOG Network. Check-ins are live, so collect your awesome points. And don't forget to swing by the forums every week when our episode goes up. We do post a summary of the episode, so we want to hear back from you. Uh, forums are a little quiet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, you can only watch that tumbleweed roll by oh so many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we go in our chat room at live.network.com, even though we're talking anime, everybody's talking about E3. Um, can we? I think we can quickly say what we like real quick before we jump into things because we already have shows that's going to cover that. Perf. Squeenix one. <laughs> okay as, then. As I was about to say, I don't. Uh... No, it game wise, the only games I'm looking forward to that were talked about this weekend, besides ones coming out for the Nintendo 3DS, Mm -hmm. are Squeenic games. Okay. Okay. I plan to watch the rest of the pressers. Microsoft's big thing was the backwards compatibility, and I had to school some people in knowledge about that. Yes, for Sony, Final Fantasy VII and Kingdom Hearts III. And yes, it's going to be a system seller, but don't forget... All the exclusive PlayStation 4 titles are coming to PC and Xbox One the following year. So if you already have a next-gen console, you can wait. Unless you really want to get that PS4. And knowing me, I'm probably just going to go out and get the PS4. But I'm going to have to get an HDMI Switch box because I ran out of spots. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing that now. Once, <clears throat> once I do get my uh, PS4, I'll probably have to give the Blu-ray player to somebody. Yeah, you can always turn around and sell that, you know. Eh, maybe. Yeah, it makes money. Just turn around and sell it for 50 bucks. At least with the Xbox One, it has an HDMI port, so you can have a pass-through. So that's pretty cool. Alright, uh... Oh, oh, excuse me. Peggy. Mmm. Tastes like spicy garlic. 
Ew. What? It's Buffalo Wild Wings. Ew. <laughs> Nobody no, cares no. what it tastes like coming up. <sighs> God. <sighs> All right. Let's get the show on the road. Ari, how was your week and how was your day? Well, my weekend was primarily devoted to uh, Anime Next, but we all knew that by now. Mm. And other than that, it's just mostly been work, although I've got my next two days this week are off, and I only... Yeah. Sorry. And I only had two days to work last week because of all the nice schedule finagling I did. I'm good like that. Mm. But yeah, I'll get more in-depth on the uh, Anime Next stuff when we ow, go into the review, into the show, but I also bought a PS4 bundle. Wait, you went out and bought a PS4? Uh, technically. I got it from Walmart because they were selling a special bundle with three games. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The Last of Us with the... I think it's all the add-ons or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And the two other games I got because of the selection they had were... Destiny, which two of my friends play a whole lot. Yeah. And Need for Speed, because the only option between that... The only other option was between that and one of the Call of Duty games. So, yeah, when it comes in a couple days, uh, we'll end up setting it up. Alright. Sounds about right. My friends had made it fairly reasonable arguments in favor of it, and that's why I ended up getting it. Don't blame you. The special bundle was the big selling point. How much? It, how much did it run you? Uh, about four fifty altogether. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. No, considering the uh, system by itself on Amazon is three ninety nine. But does it come with all those games? No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's not a bad deal. Okay. And plus, you know, Street Fighter V is, I think, going to be exclusive to PS4. I don't know if it'll make it to a the, the bone yet. No, they're saying it's completely exclusive because, according to Capcom, Microsoft kind of screwed up with them, so they're like, "Fine, we're go- you're not going to get it." That and they, and they announced Birdie and Cammy for uh, as characters in the next game, and mm. while Birdie got fucking fat. Cammy just is looking as good as ever. Still waiting on new characters, though. Mm. New, new characters, I mean. I wouldn't mind some original ca- original concept, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's how everything's going for me. Alright, cool. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Mmm, boring. Yeah, don't say. Yeah, it was... It's actually been a really, really boring week. Um, I worked. I cleaned. I worked some more. Um, I think the most exciting thing at work is that uh, a chipmunk got stuck in the store since Sunday. (laughs) So we've nicknamed it Alvin. I see what you did there. Uh Yeah. Um, it pops up occasionally here and there and freaks all the customers out, which is amusing. 
Um, but yeah, other than that, now I'm just uh, getting ready for this weekend. Oh, yeah? Yeah, uh, DJ AJ is coming over for a bit this weekend. Awesome. Yep. So, yay, party and shenanigans. And booze. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> That's like breathing when the two of us hang out. <laughs> <laughs> like a staring contest. Yeah. It's just a matter of what booze I'm going to go and grab on Friday after work. Okay, people, I want you to picture a couch. You got Applejack sitting there with a keg of cider and Twilight Sparkle just sitting there with the mug, with the foamy mug with a finger out like, let me tell you something. <laughs> That's basically the two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty much uh, 50, like 50-50 on what we're going to do because I have work on Saturday, so she's coming over after I get home. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm pretty sure we're gonna watch something pony <laughs> I just haven't decided what I, I might actually stick in the original ponies and watch that while we're completely shit faced well she did buy the box set did she not <coughs> no I bought the box set Oh, you sound like you're gonna have a lot of fun this weekend I'm hoping to I've been uh very hermity lately and not because I want to be but because uh, money wise I've had to be because of all the bills that I've had Same. Um, but this is the first week I'm getting paid where I don't have to put anything in towards bills so yeah <laughs> I know that I'm feeling. probably making up for the last two weeks I, I feel you on that one But, yeah, that's it. All right. Well, my weekend day and day is this. As I said before, last on last week's show, last time on Anime Jam Session Z, yeah, nah. I... Nah, it kind of had a nice flair to it, but, um... I did land a job with New York City Department of Transportation, which was pretty cool. But now, something has changed. A challenger appears? Yes. The mood has changed? Mm, Let's just say I will probably be putting in my two weeks, probably after my 90 days. Hmm. Because um, I got a call from Microsoft. Hooray. Yeah. So, I think I've said it before. I interviewed with Microsoft to be um, a technician in their in their, in their retail stores. They're opening a flagship store in New York City, and I think the title is called Service Advisor, which I think is pretty cool. So earlier today, I got a phone call from them, and I accepted the offer. It doesn't pay as much as this job. But given that, you know, it's back in a retail aspect, it's it pays really well for retail, just saying. And I also Yeah, and there's yeah. more growth in retail. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that and it is Microsoft, so there is definitely 
I can move and go further up the ladder, and I'm looking forward to that. And even if I don't, as long as I'm doing what I'm doing, which is tech, I'm happy about that. So, I'll just, like I said, I'm going to keep, this job will help me, like, pay off, like, all of my, like, personal debts and knock my bills down by God knows how much. And then when I start this job, everything will be a-okay. So, I'm looking forward to wearing that Skittle. It's what they call their shirts. Mm-hmm. And, because and I'm going to guess the hours are going to be better. More or less. Um, I have an open availability. So once it starts, I'm going to give them my time, my availab- my, what days I will need off. So, And I think I'm going to probably need no more than 12 days off for the rest of the year. And that, that could easily be flipped around for retail and stuff like that. So, So we'll see. You know, I am looking forward to it, though. Right. Let's go ahead and stop that. So, yeah, we had a uh, short um, pre-show tonight because of uh, Bobby Blackwolf, and thanks for letting us talk tonight, Bobby. You know, and thanks for the uh, tech help. So, I will know that for future reference. And if you go into the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, um, Ranger Serena says that she ran into me a few times and got a total blank face the first time. Well. Yeah, um, if I if I know you by particular cosplay, I do. But if I don't know what cosplay you're in, and you just come up to me and be like, "Huh, what?" It's happened to a lot more people than one may think. So, and pretty much everyone is talking mm-hmm. about being ca- strapped for cash, job hunting, and holiday hiring, and all that good stuff. So, good stuff that for holiday for holiday hiring that is. Okay, we're going to go ahead and take our break, and when we get back, we're going to kick off and talk about Anime Next 2015. Okay. I had to put... Thank you, everyone. Wait, what the hell? Ari, is that you? No. Hold on, what Please welcome the creative director of IO Interactive, Christian Elverdam. Well, shit, that's what happened. What happened? Okay, what happened was, I was watching the, the Square Enix presser. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna close that. I was watching the Square Enix presser on my, t- on my laptop. I had it streaming to my TV. I had it paused in the background. And it just unpaused on its own? Yeah, but then again, I had it paused for maybe about an hour. I can see why that would happen. That's the first time that has ever happened. Oh. Remember okay. the old VCRs would eventually just st- stop altogether if you let the pause for uh, too long. Yeah, and it would probably shut itself off. And as Kelly DeMighty says, hey, Ronma, would you recognize me? Yes, I would. Your Facebook picture is your face, so it's not hard to forget who you look like. And Ranger Serena says, the person said, no, motherfucker, you're going to finish watching me. Uh, yeah. And I close out that tab. So, yeah. All right, we're going to go ahead and take our first break, and when we get back, we'll talk about anime next. Hopefully these songs will play. If not, I have backups ready on the run. All right, so we'll be back. Hey, 
God. What? Yeah, what? Um, evidently there is a new, uh, Pokemon figure out for Brock. Yeah, it's his, uh, 
it's his G1 sprite. Without his shirt? Yeah, his G1 shirt was, like, sprite was shirtless. Damn! A lot of people forget that because he has his arms crossed over his chest. Dude's built more than Mikasa! <clears throat> and somewhere in Hoenn, May has, has a caption, heavy breathing floating above her. <laughs> God damn, yo. That's all I gotta say is God damn. <laughs> I guess it's okay with a body like that. He can be thirsty all he wants. <laughs> God, okay. So, while we talk about anime next, Mako-chan, what will be your wine of choice tonight? I'm not drinking. No? Uh-oh. I told you, I feel like shit. Oh. You know, I you figured, wanna... I thought you would just make it up and go along, but yeah, I'm having the Merlot. No. Alright. I feel like shit. I'm not making shit up. I really, really want to go back to bed. Um, do you want to bail, or? No, okay. I'm fine. Alright, uh, let's go ahead, you know. Okay, so... Think, see now, if I was working, I probably would have came out there Thursday. Because even though it only takes me like two hour, two or so hours to get out to Somerset, because I take mass transit. Mm-hmm. I just forget how much I hate getting up at six o'clock in the morning, man. I just hate it. I didn't, it's never fun. Yeah, I rolled out. Of, I literally rolled out about seven and made my way made my way down there. So you know, here's the thing about Anime Next. Every few years, it rains, and when it rains, everybody packs in the the walkway between the Double Tree and the Garden State Expo Center, and it's just ridiculous. Well, for one thing, yeah. it has a canopy over it. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing, though. And thankfully, they expanded the bridge for more people. Yeah, they made it wider, I had noticed. Yeah. But this year, now up until the con- up until this point, everybody was worried about rain, and rain kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed. Truthfully, I, didn't think we, I don't think we got rain until like Sunday night, or probably. But, um... Yeah, but by then the con was over, so it yeah, didn't matter. True. But, um, here's the thing. We didn't have to deal with the rain... Way to deal with the humidity. Ugh. Oh, God. No, like, that Friday was bad. Yes, I felt like I was in Super Mario 3 World 2 with the damn sun chasing my ass. That's exactly how I felt. Also, there was a bit of a mix-up with the, the hotel on Thursday. Yeah, but that that should happen. We're not, we're not going to get into that. So. Eh, yeah, I'll... Going to it in my uh, review. Mm. Written review, I mean. Alright. So here's the thing I had packed four cosplays Human Artemis, Tenchi Masaki, Spike from My Little Pony, and Gardabelt from Penny and Stocking. Now, I did not wear Spike because it was too hot. I wore Gardabelt because I did run into some Penny and Stocking cosplayers. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wear this for about 20 minutes or so. And then that's it, because it was that hot. I wore Human Artemis. After the photo shoot, went back up to the room, 
And mind you, we had the air conditioning running 24-7. Mm-hmm. I stayed in that AC as close as I could to the, to, to the unit for 45 minutes. And I was still peeling the damn costume off. And then I regret that I should have packed my shorts instead of my, my, my pants. And that, things would have been so much better. I think for the next con, I'm going to pack shorts instead of uh, slacks. Yeah. So, let's see. What else did I? I, I all I mostly did was I checked. I just took a lot of cosplay pictures, um, and I went to check out the dealer's room in the artist alley. I didn't check it as much because the lines for both were just ridiculous. I'm like, I am not going to stand here and wait. I refuse to do that. Plus, you know, with all the people around, it just made the humidity and the. Uh... You know, it just made the heat even worse. Now, one thing that people were complaining about all, the whole weekend was the fact that the hotel did not have the air conditioning on in the lobby. I didn't hear any of that. I heard from but what, I probably wasn't listening. For yeah, it, so. I, there's people I was talking and hanging out with. And what was also interesting, this is how you could tell it was hot. I When I left our air-conditioned room and I stuck my head out, I felt the humidity slap me across the face like I owed it money. <laughs> just ugh no god no but um my highlight of the my highlight for that Friday held a whole night a whole weekend was flow that was amazing Yeah, of everybody I saw that went to that concert, mm -hmm. not one of them had a bad review of it. It was just so cool. Plus the fact that towards the end of the uh, the concert, they pulled out flags. They pulled out an American flag, and they pulled out a flag of Jersey. And they were talking about how much they loved being here, how much they appreciated the fans for, and so forth. And I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. All right, Ari, how was your Friday? Friday was all right for me, mostly because I was actually cosplaying. Mm -hmm. But uh, Who did you cosplay? I was cosplaying as Bear Hugger from uh, Punch-Out, the title defense mode version. Oh, okay. For those of you who don't know, the title defense version he has on a a toque, you know, you know like a big like wool cap. Mm-hmm. And he has a little squirrel companion that he t that knows how to box. Yeah. And uh, I, I mostly wore the hat because Bear Hugger is also bald, and I was having absolutely no intention of shaving my head. Mm-hmm. So I got to wear that a big thick wool hat on while like ninety degree plus weather, and when it was humid as fuck. Yikes. And the worst part is, is that the costume was just pretty much a pair of overalls and boxing gloves and boots, mm -hmm. which A, the boots made my feet hurt terribly. Yeah. Before we continue, uh, in the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Serenity41088 says, wear a wig cap, sweetie. Uh, Serenity, it was so hot, not even a wig cap would help. Also, I couldn't find any bald caps. Anywhere? Mm-hmm. 
so I pretty much ended up, like, found the uh, actual cap by almost by accident while I was looking for a bald cap in Spencer's. Just, I just looked around like, oh, damn it. Mm-hmm. Huh? And there was a, you know, a blue uh, wool beanie with a Superman logo on him. Right. Like, all right, fine. I can just wear this backwards with the uh, caps, with the logo stuff. Yeah. Whoa. So that's how that worked. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see what it was. It was actually fun for me because even though I'm a fat, sh- fat, disgusting shit, I actually got recognized in the cosplay. Yeah. And uh, let's see. There's like I-, I saw at least half a dozen you know little Mac cosplayers, and all but one of them knew like knew who I was when I told them about it. Cool. The only problem is I've been trying to find a picture of myself with in the cosplay. But I haven't found it yet. Uh, pe- pictures are still rolling in from from the con, so people are still posting stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else. You know, went to a whole bunch of bunch of different panels, but uh, and I didn't I didn't end up going to the to the uh, game room or the uh, third hotel at all. I don't. Same here, because I wanted to play the table flipping game, but my thing is, uh, it's too much of a ha- for me. It's just too much of a hassle to, to walk and leave, you know. And because the heat was so bad and sweltering, I just decided, nah, I'm not gonna do. It. There's nothing over there I want that badly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't have a shirt on. I was still, you know, sweating grease the entire time. Mm. I did wind up in the pool at least a little bit on that first day. I should I should have brought my swim trunks. But yeah, the first day was fun. Yeah. And one thing I one thing with the flow concert. I mean, I've been to a lot of J-pop concerts and they've always been so fun and so good. I don't know, it's just the energy flow had off and it was just amazing. And the fact that they ended they did an encore um, which was a cover of Guri no Yumiya, which is the opening theme to Attack on Titan. And if you listen to our pre-show, that's what that was. So, yeah. I figured as much. Mm-hmm. That blew my mind. I was like, I think I need fresh pair of shorts. <laughs> yeah, and I also bought a whole bunch of food and uh, you know, drinks for everyone in the room, which... You all enjoyed, right? Yeah, we appreciate that. I'm the, I w- I'm going to send you a. Pa- I'm going to PayPal you for that. Um, when I get paid, so it'll be a few, like about a week and a half, give or take. Yeah, I'm in no rush to get it. All right, it. cool, cool. And I somehow ended up heavy a bottle of Jaeger because there was significantly less drinking than I thought I was going to see. Uh, oh, but that reminds me. Did you see? Um, did you see? Uh, the the Aaron Jaeger cosplayer. Yeah, the uh, Aaron Jaeger with actual bottles of Jaeger instead of, uh, you know, the uh, 3D yeah, gear. Yeah, and the and and the blades were made were made from Red Bull. I don't think I saw that part of the. Yeah, he was running around instead of having like the normal 3D maneuver gear. It was 3D Jaeger gear. The side panels were bottle were like large bottles of Jaegermeister, and the and the and the ball and the ball and the uh, blades were just. It was just it was the it was the the hilt and it was just ca- empty cans of Red Bull. Yeah, I think that's cool. I'm sure. I, 
I say it is, but I'm not a fan of Red Bull, so. Uh, I I enjoy Red Bull, but I'm saying for the same price you can get Red Bull, you can buy a Monster Energy drink. That should last you a hell of a lot longer. Not a fan of Monster either, but. It's all good. Uh, let's see what. Yeah, they didn't end up going to the game room because of the, uh, you know, because of the heat and getting over there. Plus, you know, still kind of self-conscious about how I looked in the cosplay. Gotcha. I completely understand. For what it's worth, though, like, the, the bunch of people who did take my picture, they didn't have anything, like, they actually thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. The only problem is, like I said, I haven't found any images of it online, so Ooh. they... <clears throat> They might end up, you know, a whole shitload of a uh, fat, like, look at this fat fuck, you know, and, it, and it's uh, derivatives. Oh, I wouldn't even say that now. Come on. Eh. Uh, let's see. what. Else. Right, my Friday cosplays were, were human <laughs> Artemis, and I think I wore Tenchi for a little bit. Yeah, I saw the uh, the jacket laid down on the uh, on the back of the chair and yeah. on the desk. I believe I believe I did wear Tenchi. Yeah. Also, I'm kind of regretting not having broken in the boxing gloves. Oh. Because they were kind of I pretty much got them straight from the Amazon box they came in and put them on my hands. Mm-hmm. Well, took them out of their own packaging, obviously. But yeah, they were kind of stiff and kind of hard to get in and out of. Hmm. I did, I ended up like taking a lot less pictures because you know I, I kind of liked walking around getting my picture taken. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, ham it up for the camera. Oh yeah, that, that's that's what they love the most. I did forget that bear hugger being Canadian and embodying all those fun stereotypes has his chest hair. Yeah. In the shape of a pine tree. Wow. And I didn't think to uh, do that. Then again, I don't have the, the thick uh, carpet of hair on my chest either, so. Mm. Uh, maybe next, maybe for Otakon, I'll uh, remember it. Oh, there you go. Alright, so Saturday rolls around. Um, actually, wait, wait, hold it. Before we get into Saturday, Friday... I also interviewed uh, Todd Habercorn. Oh, yeah. I went to one of his panels. Yeah. He was a really cool dude to interview. We were able... That wasn't round robin. We were able to get one-on-one -on -one time. And I thought that was cool. And, you know... And I, and now, what we do is when we interview uh, people, uh, guests of cons, we ask him, you know, to do a bumper for the show. And he did? Yeah. I mean, the first one, he kind of, it didn't come out right, so we did it again. I was like, that's perfect. I mean, I, I try to get it as close as possible. And I and he's and I said, well, that'll do. I'm like, well, they kind of want it, uh, like done, like it is on the card. And Todd's like, well, if he, well, if they, well, if they want it done that way, he can all, he can all. I what did he say? If they want it done exactly like that, he can always bill me for my time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, when I interview uh, voice actors, I kind of, I do go on uh, typical questions, but I try to relate, and and he and he was really insightful, and I'm, and I like the fact that he talked about how 
he his his mom worked very hard so that he can get a lot so he can achieve his dreams and goals and he hustles and works hard and I'm like wow that that's pretty freaking awesome. He also did one panel where yeah. he was pretty much doing it a mystery science theater 3000 style. Yeah. It was doing with one of the Asylum movies. Mhm. You know what the Asylum movies are, right? Uh not offhand, no. They're the the really cheap knockoffs of, you know, huge blockbusters that are popular. Yeah. Yeah, that. Those mm-hmm. things. They're also one of the few, mo- like, one, think the only movie studio that turns a profit year in and year out. Yeah, oh, okay. So, there's that. But, yeah, on my Facebook page, I wrote up a... I wrote up a, a mock-up of the Mystery Science Theater 3000 theme, the like with different lyrics for uh, him. That's cool. And no, no one saw it, so oh well, it didn't bother me. Eh, shit happens. I wouldn't worry too much, man. All right, like I said, we're gonna jump to Saturday, and the cosplays I did for Saturday were Human Artemis again because, um, they had a Sailor Moon shoot. Every single day. Now, here's the thing. When you have your photo shoots, you all people will pick popular areas. Now, what happens is like like at Otakon, everyone will pick the fountains. But what will happen is you have one group on one side and one group on the other side, you know, left and right. And if the groups are that large, they'll kind of move aside, you know, to kind of share the area, which is cool. And I like that. Now, out behind the Double Tree Hotel, there is a pond. Attached to the pond is the a dock. red, the red dock. Yes, or some people call it the Red Bridge, which now has. It's, it's, yeah. it's not a bridge because it only yeah. sticks out a couple feet. I know, but some people call it that. But whether whatever you call it, this only it's the only red object in the area. So it was like, duh, you know. But um. Let's see. And everyone will, point, will post their shoots there. So, what was happening was, at the Red Dock, you had Sailor Moon photo shoot and Love Live School Idol Project. And I'm like, I gotta get both these shoots. So, I get there, and I find out that the Love Livers chased the Sailor Moon cosplayers out away from the bridge. Oh, what the fuck? And one of them was shouting that... They booked the red dock before anybody else. How the fuck do you book a, something that's public for everybody before everybody else? I can't even. I, I, I can't. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, because I wasn't in, involved in either of those fandoms, I can't really, you know, kind of relate. Mm-hmm. But hopefully since, well, we'll get into that in just a bit. Hopefully for next year, there won't be that problem. Well, next year, nobody's going to know where the fuck to go. <laughs> yeah, unless somebody is smart and, do, and does some, does recon. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> and as Nemesis Boy says, home fuckers at it again. No. Actually, there Believe was... Believe it or not, like, the home suckers kept out of our way. Yeah, there wasn't as many home suckers this year. Thank God. No, no, there were still a lot of them around. But not as many as there normally are. So, we went ahead, so, you know, I went around, took pictures, and I was, and I, and I, Anime Next is like one of those cons where I could actually sit, not sit down, but actually relax and talk to people, and that was cool. It's cool to actually sit down and talk and chat, you know. And then Sunday, or not Sunday, Saturday night, I went to the masquerade, and they had everything locked down and done in under two hours, I was like, thank you, Lord. One of my favorite skits that they did was it was a love life skit and what it was it was only five members of Muse and he did like a medley of the songs and the appropriate dances which were pretty cool. I wish they had all nine members on stage but eh, shit happens. I don't fully remember the rest of the skits but I'll tell you this they were all pretty cool and they will be posted on the site soon on YouTube that is. So let's um and that was pretty much how my Saturday went. Ari, how about yours? It was more of the same, more going to panels, and I actually had a lot of photos to take. Mm-hmm. But well, compared to yesterday, I mean, I I, I don't even think I got a double digits oh. taking photos. Um, I got up like kind of early because I wanted to get some kind of breakfast in me. Mm-hmm. So I went down to their buffet at the. Uh, Shit, I can't remember what that really nice restaurant is called. Hmm, I don't remember, but I did notice that the um that the gift shop closed up. Yeah, they're remodeling. Yeah, so you're not talking about TK's Pub, but the other restaurant. Uh huh. The kind of the kind of nice looking one. Gotcha. It okay. was like fifteen bucks, but they built the gratuity into the price, so that's not bad. So you didn't have to, uh, you know, actually leave a tip. Mm hmm. But. The quality wasn't like didn't really have a step any step up in quality from a uh, last time. So they lose their Michelin star. <laughs> you want to call it that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have the usual you know breakfast stuff. You know your your eggs, your bacon, your you know bread and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I and later on I like I wasn't even like half done in uh, one of our. One of our roommates came down and uh, ate with us. Ate with me. That's cool. I was high school alternate universe Daniel Daniel Bryan again. That was cool. I saw that. Which I, which I kind of regret because on Friday I was attending a panel on Pua Resu, mm-hmm. and like, and for for the you know the line waiting to get in, I talked to like half a dozen pro wrestling cosplayers. That's cool. I can't wait like, to see kept, pictures of that. There was a Kevin Steen, oh Kevin Owens, sorry, mm-hmm. um, John Cena with the which one of the which one of the Bellas did he marry? Uh, he didn't marry the Bella. He, yeah, he did. He did, well, he married Nikki Bella. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay, so yeah, yeah. So it was a Cena with a Nikki Bella, a CM Punk, and a, a Dean Ambrose and a Femme Seth Rollins. Oh okay. And we were all talking and shooting the shit about wrestling and whatnot, and. I forget who it was, but one guy was randomly queuing up uh, wrestling pr- wrestling themes on his uh, phone. Mm-hmm. And when I queued up Cult of Personality, I'd shout out, Hey, could someone take take a look at this staffed infection? 
all start going nuts. They are one of them shouts, just take a Z pack, you'll be fine. <laughs> nice. 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 Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, but I have to, uh, pro I have to somehow get, get another one of those, uh, like maroon shirts mm -hmm. that I wear so I can actually paint the words yes on it and maybe actually have the prop, you know, sign that says yes on it so I can actually, you know, complete the cosplay. Or, you know, check out one of those t-shirt sites where you just send them the yes, yes, yes image and they'll just do it for like 20 bucks. Yeah, maybe. I hear a cat calling one of y'all. That's Winnie. Okay. She's rubbing up against me and demanding she attention. Sounds uh, about let's right. see what else I do. Uh, whoop, got, thank God for the guidebook app. Mm-hmm. And Serenity 41080 acts as she hear a kitten, and she's like, and, and yes, you did hear a kitten. Uh, let's see, what other kind of good pounds were, were there on a... Yeah, there was a, like, late at night, I, while you guys were at the rave, I... I attended the bad anime bad panel again. How bad was it? Uh, well, they started off with this one production from Korea. Mm-hmm. That was... It, it was, you know, plagiarism incarnate because they pretty much, like, for a lot of characters and set pieces, they, like, trace over old, like, like old animes and mm -hmm. uh, stuff. Like, and some of it's, like, really blatant. You know the Castle of Lines from Voltron? Yes. Like, that's one of the big things they they uh, retraced over and recolored. And, uh, like, some of the mechs, you could say, like, oh, you could, like, they're, you were pointing out what kind of mech it was or where it was from originally. To say nothing of the usual, you know, bad shit like a Garzy's Wing. Ooh. And, uh, that one Dracula anime where he ends up losing his powers and one of the funniest scenes is where he's he mugs a person for his wallet and is in a burger shop eating a hamburger <laughs> nice yeah I didn't feel like going down to the rave though it's all good alright then uh, Sunday rolls around and Normally on Sundays, I kind of don't take as many pictures, and I just kind of like, nah, no cosplay. Round it up, you know, just do whatever last interviews we need to do, and that's it. And due to bad timing and getting from one part of the double tree to the other, we missed our interview with Brittany Lauder, so... Yeah, and they, they cut off the wait time for us, like, like oh, oh, you're like one minute late, sorry! Yeah, it happens. I ain't I ain't mad about that. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll catch her at another convention for an interview. So, but that but on the plus side, I was able to go back to the third Sailor Moon photo shoot and take pictures of that. And that I actually, is so overly excessive. I'm sure the Sailor Moon fans would disagree. Well, the I am a Sailor Moon fan. That is overly excessive. Well, the reason for it was to give everyone an opportunity to be there. They can't be there for one of the shoots. I don't know. It's still overly excessive. Mm, I maybe. At least it's one of the bigger fandoms, and it can kind of sort of be excused. 
Uh, Mako-chan, can it be excused? It granted, it yes or no. All you guys say is yes or no. If it was something I think it's smaller. overly excessive to have photo shoots every single day. But if it's, you know, whatever, if people are going to go anyway, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I suppose. It's one of the bigger fandoms, so it's kind of excusable. I mean, if it was something that was like, has only been popular the past, you know, month or two or so, a lot of people haven't heard about, they're like, Huh? That's... I don't know. I, I think most people go to the conventions on a Saturday, so if it's something popular like that, do a Saturday shoot. I don't True. think it needs to be Friday for the people that are going to be there Friday, and then Sunday for the people that are going to be there Sunday. And I'm going to guess that most of the people that were there were the same people over and over and over and over and over again. But there were a couple of people that did show, but they did show with multiple Sailor Moon cosplays, so. Hmm. I still think it's excessive. I, I mean, I kind of agree with you, but you know, hey. <laughs> the okay. interviews were fun. Yeah, they were. I think the Terra cosplayer looked a little camera shy. Yeah, she was. She ran off pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, still the buckethead co- cosplayer was the best interview I've uh, I've seen. The buckethead that that was amazing. That was amazing. I think Marco, you you would have loved that. Mm. Pretty much. You know, you know who we're talking about, right? No. You've never heard of Buckethead? No. He's a guitarist. Okay. He's very eccentric. Okay, if it's not Slash, he doesn't care. No, there are a lot of eccentric guitarists that's kind of, you know, that's kind of their thing. <laughs> Pretty much, whenever Ar- when Ari was asking him questions, he would answer by playing various riffs on his guitar. Okay. That I thought that was cool. He wears a plain white mask and a and a KFC fried chicken bucket on his head. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm looking up pictures now. I still am okay. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I that night was also the night of uh, Money in... Was it Money in the Bank? Yeah, Money in the yeah, Bank. Yeah, it was, yeah. So I wanted to kind of leave so I could get home, put my shit away, and you know, recharge a little bit before going over to my friends. Mm-hmm. I really kind of should have stayed and hung out with you guys because the pay-per-view was shite and the finish was terrible and I and it really wasn't worth it. So yeah, I probably should... <clears throat> I didn't want to look like I was, you know, just blowing off the con altogether, you know? Yeah, I hear you. So yeah, what, what what did you do after I left? Um, I continued to take photos, and then I went over to the uh, Pokemon Digimon photo, uh, exhibition game, which has been a tradition there for like the last five years, I believe. Yeah, I wonder what they're gonna do with it next year. Actually, he, check this shit out. 
I was talking to one of my friends, Oshi, who played in the game on Team Digimon. He did a little research. There is a park three blocks away from the convention center. So they'll do it there, then? It probably looks that way. Huh. I think that's pretty cool. I think, I'll, and if that does happen, I will probably be out there with my camcorder. Really, let's let's get this shit going. That'll be cool. So, and then, but let's talk. Here's a couple of issues that 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 did pop up. Um, number one, the long lines. People were complaining and moaning about the line for registration. It's gotten to the point where. It's faster to do registration than pre-reg. People do pre-reg to save anywhere between $15 to $30. In exchange, you're on a line for about two and a half, three hours. Where if you pay full price, you're in and you're out. It's sort of like the difference between buying stuff on Amazon or just paying the full price by going to the retail store. Even with free shipping, you still have to wait. I don't know. With the amount of people going to anime next, mm -hmm. especially, you know, forcing them to uh, find a new location finally, mm -hmm. um, it might be best for them to actually just start sending badges early. Well, from what I heard, well, we'll get, like, we'll get into that. The reason why they didn't make the announcement about the new location is they were still under contract with the Doubletree. So the new the I I know people that aren't even you know friends with other people that are at the convention that have known for years that it's moving. Yeah, didn't we joke about it or like a couple of times when we talked about it in mm -hmm. the past? Yeah, you, you even made that a joke. Well, like I said, we'll get into that. And you kind of wrote about it in one of your earliest reviews of Anime Next. I just, I had made a joke about, I'll start my own con a convention. Atlantic City doesn't have a con. I'll put, start one there. I'll call it Casino Con. Yup. And lo and behold. But I got into this discussion with, with somebody on, 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 face, on Facebook about it, you know. Was, um... Well, they were upset that they were standing out there in line for two and a half, three, four hours. Ranger Serena was standing out there for two hours and 45 minutes. Here's my question. If you're out there, why are you standing out there for your badge for two and a half, three hours? And the sun is beating down on you and you're, and you're waiting and you're wanting and you're about to pass out. Why would you wait around at that point? For pre-reg at Otakon, yes, they pre-reg at Otakon is on a Thursday, and I think they open it up around three and they run that till eight o'clock, maybe nine. And they tell people on the website it's about the weather; it's going to be hot. Do not wait if you if you don't if you can't. Do not wait out there. Even if I wasn't pressed, I would just take my time getting down to Otakon, checking into my room and relax. Around seven o'clock, I go down and get my badge. There's nothing really going on. And I understand that Anime Next had a limited window for pre-con badge pickup on Thursday. Yes. And I understand on Friday, you want to get to all the panels and all the events. But you got to understand, either you're going to stand in line and miss three hours of the con for your badge, or you can go up in your room, 
chill and hang out, go around the hotel, the open areas, take pictures of cosplayers, hang out with friends for about for the same time before jumping on the line. That's my thing. And one person was saying how Anime Next should put tents out to protect people. At least they were nice enough to hand out water. My response was, that your health is not the responsibility of the con. You're the one that's standing out there for the badge. No, but obviously the way that they are handling badges yeah. is not right. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. can't go through pre-reg in, you know, a, a minute or two then there's something wrong with the system that the con is running. I don't think it's the system of the con. I think it's just a system of reg and pre-reg all together. But, wait, let me, let me rephrase that. It's a problem on both sides. Like I said, there was a time where if you pre-reg, you were in and out in 15 minutes. Because at the time, you mailed, you mailed them a check or a money order or whatever, and you were in the system. Nobody really did that. And then when online registration started happening, it was still kind of figuring out as you went along, so not many people did that. Now you have systems like Eventbrite that makes it easy for you to do a registration. And so many people are doing it. Now, when you realize you have so many people coming in for registration, you need at least so many ticket windows for picking up tickets. You need so many. They well, ha- my thing is, mm-hmm. if if... Non-pre-reg is running and there's no line for that. And pre-reg, there's a two and a half to three hour line. You take some of the regular registration and turn it into pre-reg until that line is gone. That does make sense. It does. I kind of figured that would be the first thing you would do. Yeah. It's, you there know, are, like there are things that they say, need... Like there are store. things that they need to change. Pre-reg should not take that long. If you you know the one that should take that long is buying at the door. Mm-hmm. We pre-reg That's what should take. Want to save yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, if you pre-regged, want yeah, I get it. You know, you got the ticket for cheaper and all of that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you pre-regged to have your badge ready, to have everything in the system, to not have to worry about you know them typing crap in. Everything should be there. Mm-hmm. Now, here's, which is why mm-hmm. I don't get why they don't just mail out the badges. Well, maybe because they don't want to spend all that money on mailing them, you know? That could be, it could well, be the additional processing what... fees. That's why Oticon is charging a $10 processing fee if you want your badge mailed. It doesn't need to be a $10 processing fee. But you tell that to Oticon. You... Hmm? You tell that to Oticon. Well, yeah, I, I get that that's mm-hmm. Oticon. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be a $10 processing mm-hmm. fee. It all depends on weight. And, you know, the weight of the package. Right. But I'm sorry. If it's going to take two and a half to three hours on a line for pre-reg, they're doing something wrong. And as um, Sarah Ackerman says at live.vognetwork.com, then people might forget them at home. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, hell no. No. People, people are not going to forget fi- them. At- no. If people forget them at home, one, that's their own fucking problem. Yep. Or two... The convention actually is able to do something about it. Now, here, now, let's say you know, like, like, like there are some cons like Anime Boss. They use special placard type badges, the same type that you get from New York Comic Con. If you forget that at home, they are not going to have. They may not have one extra because they keep count. 
last I recall with Anime Boss, and they have a machine that prints it out right there. So if you leave it at home, if you forget it, you can print, have one printed out. Yes, Fine. but they charge you for that. Yeah. Now, Rightfully so. Yeah. Now, cons like Anime Next and AAC and so forth, it's a paper badge that's slipped in a holder. So if you forget it at home, there you go. You're still fucked. No. I'm just no, saying. No, it's a no. paper badge. It's, co- it's, it's the same badge pen- as everybody else. You write a new name mm-hmm. on it, yeah. and there you go. It's pennies on the dollar. The only difference is it might not have your fancy name on it, but it is what it is what it is. Now, what the, now this was something that was done at Staples. Until I kind of came up with a better idea to move the lines around. Now, we used to have, uh, during back to school, they would have like a, a mini tray. Like, and and a hand and a hand scanner. You'd scan the items, and give the cash, give the cashier, give the person a slip, and we would take their items, and put it in a bag, and put it behind the register, and that would make it go faster. All you had to cashier do was just scan the ticket and give them the product. But the problem was figuring out who got what. So I came up with a better idea for the following year for back to school. We kept it the same way, but I would print a duplicate receipt and staple it to the bag, and all you had to do was match it up. Done. Simple. There you go. Now, what Apple does in some of their stores, I believe their Fifth Avenue store, they have people walking around using iPhones to take transactions and purchases, and they have a little clip a little printer attached to them that prints out their receipt. That's that's pretty cool. That's simple right there. And they can put it in a bag and go. What I can see happening is this. If that line is very long, you get somebody, like, let's say, 50 people in. You put them on a, on a cart. They scan the They scan the registration paper. It pops up in the system. Let them pick out what they want. Like like a little tablet is right there. Let them pick out whatever image they want and the name or whatever. Done. That tablet is connected to a small printer, which is right there. Print out the name, tape it to the label, hand them the badge and a lanyard, and then they can go to another area to pick up the swag bag, which I understand this year the swag bags had Pocky in it. Nice. I didn't get a swag bag. I didn't get one either. I wish I had gotten one, but yeah. Doing something like that, that's cool. Because that will help speed the time. Because as, you know, because as, you know, you have one person standing on one side, they're like, next, next, next. It's sort of like two, it kind of deviates the line, per se. Something like that would, would help. But at least, oh, it was green tea pocky. Thanks, Ranger Serena. But at least, all right, if you haven't figured it out, Anime Next is moving to Atlantic City. So, if the long lines have happened again, at least they will be inside the convention center. There's no reason to have people standing around out fucking side. As big as the convention center is, and as big as the con, there's plenty of space for that. And since I know somebody on registration, I'm going to shoot him my idea and see if it works. So, on the grand overall, Anime Next is a cool fun convention. Bring us bring a bathing suit cuz it it's going to get hot and you're going to want to chill time in the um in the pool. My issue the outs- only the outside one was working. Yeah. 
the thing is yeah it, unfortunately with the changing next year yeah everything's going to depend on the hotel that you pick and what's in the area yep granted there's a beach in the area but it's not near the convention center actually it is well the beaches but nothing you know quote unquote fun is near the convention center mm. adult fun well what, what the casino's not adult fun well, not all the casinos are right there. Trust me, there's gonna be a bunch of cos- there's gonna be a bunch of adults and congoers leaving the con, going to the casinos to win back the money that they spent at the con. Oh, I can see it happening. Yeah, and half of them will be like, "I made my money back. I'm gonna buy more swag." Uh huh. <laughs> I'll be like, "Look, I won my money back. I'm gonna take just amount to get that one figurine and call it a day. Pass the bank. Let me deposit to the bank. Call it a day. Done. Whatever." Seriously, that, that that's going to be me. But I'm just gonna oh, be, actually, yay! I'm, I won my money back. I can have dinner. That too. Oh wait, I'm actually I'm looking at at the uh, map for the for the convention center, and yeah, yeah the Atlantic City Expressway, you know, the spits out right like right in front of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a one, two, three, about four blocks away from Atlantic City's beaches, mm-hmm. which are one of the few free public beaches in New Jersey. Yep. So let's see, Bally's, Boardwalk Hall. It doesn't mean that they're still clean, though. The water is still disgusting. Not as disgusting yeah. as the Gowanus. Because it's Jersey water. Well, it's not as disgusting as the Gowanus Canal. <laughs> I wouldn't put my money on that. <laughs> yeah, no, if you, if you go to the beach in Jersey, depending on the time of year, mm-hmm. it can be extremely disgusting. I should post it on my Facebook. I'm going to catch so much hell for that. But what's more disgusting? The Gowanus Canal in Brooklyn, or any of the free beaches left in Jersey. Yeah, I- I've gone to parts in the Jersey Shore where I can put my foot in at the knee and not be- at the shin, like halfway up my shin, and not be able to see my foot. Mm-hmm. Whereas I've in Hawaii, I was able to go on all the way up to my neck and still see the bottom. Mm. That mostly has to do with. Um the different color algae in the water. Yep. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I went to AC uh, two weekends ago for uh, to spread my grandmother's ashes. It was a Saturday, middle of the afternoon, and nobody was in the water. What does that tell you about AC's beaches? Mm-hmm. People don't go to AC to go on the beach. Nope. They, they're there for the casinos. Mm. Ventnor, Ventnor, Margate, and Longport, and Ocean City, yeah, that's where they go to go to the beach. Plus, they're also really close by. And and I had relatives who used to have condos in the, I believe it was Margate. Mm. It was like right on the beach. So that's how we did that. Gotcha. So... Now, here's the thing. Now, here's the second part of the issue. Now, we all remember where Anime Next started out in Secaucus. And we liked it. It was fun. There was nice places to eat. Then it moved over to the Meadowlands Expo Center. It was a shit ton of places to eat. And at the time, there was a Hobby Lobby and a Walmart. So if you needed last-minute cosplay stuff, you were good. The year they came back, the Hobby Lobby and all that was gone, but there was a stop and there was a stop and shop. But you had a Walmart if you needed fabrics and all of that. That was cool. 
But the people started to complain about it was getting too too big. It, I mean, the cons getting too big. It's not a breathing room. So the convention moved to Somerset, and people bitched, moaned, whined, complained about that, and made threats that they were not going to go back to the con. And we all Whatever. know. Bye. Yeah. And yeah, and the con has since grown yes. enough that they have to move again. And the same people who complained and bitched about it moving from Secaucus to Somerset are saying the same thing because it's not convenient for them. Well, boo fucking who? It's going to be more convenient for other people to make it easier, more convenient for breathing room. And I understand Atlantic City ain't the most glorious place in the world as long as you have common fucking sense. Oh, the wait. good thing about AC is. You've got every mass transit there. You've got the train, you've got the bus, and you've got an airport. Now, so for those that are coming in from out of town, it'll be easier. Yes. The New Yorkers are going to get pissed because it's not, you know, oh, right there. And it's going to add to their travel time. And that is the only thing I've heard bad uh, about, like, being said from New Yorkers. There's a Sheraton uh, directly across from the convention center. That's probably going to be the official convention con hotel because it's probably connected to the convention center. It has probably. a 3.1 star rating. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. All right, before we get into that, let me just say, Animex is a great con. I had a lot of fun. It so was a did bit, I. It was a little bit humid, but I'm not going to... I'll say this. I will definitely go next year to see how things change. And I think it's going to be for the better. There's some people who are not buying it, but you know what? I have faith. Now... Atlantic City. Here's the thing. If you're from New York, you can just go Greyhound. It's a $30 round trip, and you get a $15 voucher for the casino. The only downside is it's a three-block walk. O-M-G, a three-block walk. Personally, I don't see that as a problem. If you don't, would? There are people who would. Now... Here now, um, if you're gonna take the, the train. You can take the train to Atlantic City. It's not a straight shot. You have to take it to Trenton and transfer to the Atlantic City line and go from there. If you're coming out of Philly, it's a straight shot. And the best part is the convention center is on top of the train station. It's like in Disney World, how the monorail like goes in and out of the build of uh, the big hotels. Now, we have someone in the chat room, uh, Vogue underscore 105. Thanks for come dropping in, and thanks for listening. But um, if it helps, if you can change your name by typing slash N space and name. If someone can just help help that person, that'd be great. Uh, Vogue 105 says, Do people are going to get shanked in Atlantic City? The con center is nowhere near the boardwalk, at least the safe part of the boardwalk. It's easy, it's dangerous as fuck, even for three blocks. Again, common sense. Yes. My th- my thing is, I don't leave the convention center. So, unless the food place is like a block away, I'm calling delivery. If I'm going to leave to go towards the beach for a shoot, you best believe it's going to be in the daylight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as one person says, God, Secaucus was so good. I love the, that the con grew. Secaucus was great. Hell, Rye was great. All right, the reason why it's in Rye, you can thank me for that. That was my idea. So, hey, I just think people just need to calm down and just do it. <clears throat> Didn't realize what I, what I said until after the fact, but... Phrasing. Yeah. If you don't want to go, that's fine. 
other people just don't will go. shit on it for everyone yeah. else who does want to go. And I've heard people say, "Oh, attendance is going to drop because of this." No, it won't. No, it won't. It's going to be in Atlantic City. It makes it more convenient for people from Delaware to come to the convention. It makes it more. Are conven- you sure about that? Because most people end up having to take the uh, the ferry, and that's like an hour. Like that's a good hour and a half. Well, that's a- from a. Where, I think it's like. Cape May, uh, to Cape May from, uh, I don't know where it picks up, like, let's see, Lou is Delaware, that doesn't sound right, L- let me double check. Alright, I don't, uh, well, comparing it as opposed to going up to Somerset. Yeah, that was right, Cape May, Lou's Ferry. Sorry, didn't no mean problem. to interrupt. Eh, it's no problem. Oh, I don't know, mm-hmm. I'm happy it moved, the reason why I haven't gone to Anime Next in the last two, three years is because it was so overly fucking crowded. And I do not do well in crowds. Yeah, and I just Google mapped it. I mean, coming out of Central Delaware, it's two and a half hours. That ain't so bad if you're driving. Yeah, you gotta drive around like a like a giant U, but you're gonna get there. But the ferry is about an yeah. hour, hour and a half. Yeah. yeah, you could just drive up and just grab your stuff and roll. But I know some people are gonna want to drive it, so that's not so bad. No, it's it's not bad at all because mm-hmm. it would take me about it to from where I am now to get up to where Anime Next is mm-hmm. uh, was this year. It would take me about an hour and a half, two hours with traffic. And oddly enough, if you're coming out of Newark, Delaware, if you're in that area, shit, that's only like an hour and a half. Hell, let's see. Um, Balt- if you're coming out of Steve Kavine, if you're coming out of Baltimore, that's like two and a half hour drive. I mean, come on, Baltimore peeps. If us New York and New Jerseyers can drive down to Otakon and Katakon, y'all can drive up for to for Katak- for um, Anime Next. Y'all can do that. I mean, come on. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase "instrument." Well, we'll just have to wait and see what happens next year. Yep. <sighs> So, I can't wait. Same. All the beach theme cosplay, all the gambling style cosplay. I can't wait. Got that right. I'm looking forward to that. And you know, beach theme cosplay when there's actually a beach there, I have no problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Swimwear cosplay when there's actually a pool there, I have no problem. Sweet. It's when people do themes and that theme, the basis of that theme isn't there. That's when I have a problem. I'll leave it at that because that's just that's gonna just open up another uh, forty-five <laughs> minutes. We'll save that for another time. So but yeah, I am excited to attempt to put together uh, Dealer Fay. I might have, if you get Dealer Fay up and running. I am going to have to do Spike and Ari. <laughs> Ari, you're gonna have to do, you have to do Jet. I'll look into it. And maybe we can get Avalon to be um to be uh Ed. Well, don't we already know somebody that cosplays as Ed? Do we? Doesn't Kira cosplay as Ed? Oh, yeah, she does. <laughs> oh, I totally <laughs> like, forgot. Don't we already know an Ed? All right. Um, we're going to go ahead and open up the Skype line. So if you have any questions about Anime Next or anything about us or anything else in regards to our show... Uh, Skype us at Anime Jam Session. All calls are uh, limited to two minutes due to time constraints. Now, while we're going ahead and doing that, 
we're gonna go ahead and bring up the open forum topic. Wait, wrong page. Okay, the open forum topic is where we ask all of you, the fans, your opinion on a topic in anime cosplay fandom. And as always, if you don't want to use your real name, just put a name before it and we won't. This week's open forum topic is convention panels. There are so many of them to check out. Outside of major events such as masquerade, cosplay chests, fashion shows, concerts, and raves, what's a con panel you've been to that you could recommend to somebody else to check out? In other words, what's a con panel you've been to that you would tell other people to check out? Uh, Ranger Serena says she tries to catch anything as any Sailor Moon related panels or cosplay panels. Which is cool. And, and, and the cosplay burlesque panels as well. Alright, cool. Um, coming from Sarah Ackerman. She doesn't do panels like that anymore. Which I can kind of understand. I, I try to do panels. Um, she t- says that... Um, let's see, let me pull that up. Uh, voice actor panels. She definitely recommends those. You get to hear person that you hear in video games and anime, you learn about them. I find if you go to the guest panels, you learn about them and feel like you get closer to them. I know that when she went to Matsurikon for her birthday, she said it was a cosplay theater with Matt Mercer. Um, uh, Serenity1488 says she would... Uh, she said, I don't know if Colossal did it last year, but when she went, they had a panties panel, which talked about the significance of panties in anime, and also an excuse to see them see colorful. I think a couple of cons have done that. Uh, Kelly says she enjoys panels about specific shows, like this anime fan panel, or this sci-fi show fan panel. Something like that. Me, personally... The cosplay 101 panel, the, the I no the convention 101 panel. I love those because these are stories from veterans who have been going to conventions for 10 to 15 years, and they tell you what to expect at your first con, and you usually will hear some con horror stories. Okay, uh, Ari Maka, what about y'all? Well, I tend to go for the writing panels whenever mm-hmm. I can, but I also don't turn on like the really fun stuff like abridged panels or, mm. uh, like I said, pro wrestling panels. Ow! You all right there? The cat, like, jumped off me. Mm. She doesn't want to stay put. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most of the panels, I, like, I don't go to a whole hell of a lot of panels. Um, I like going to... The, the more stage presenty kind of stuff, the the concerts and mm-hmm. the demonstrations and things like that. Panel-wise, I either go to the ones that my friends run just because, or I go to the ones with the voice actors, mm. especially if, you know, it's a group of voice actors getting together and doing something, because those usually end up being crazy and outlandish. Okay, Bob Coffee says, Say you panels are always fun. Yes, they are. Uh, I am Menomon says, I used to run a couple panels I haven't done in several years. Panels have been my cup of tea, 
I'm usually just see the whole con as one social gathering, just a shut-in other times of the year. Okay. Uh, if we go back to b- talking about uh, Anime Next moving to Atlantic City, DV123 says, Only bad thing is Anime Next will lose the younger crowd and no parent will let their kids down there. If they go, the parents will be on top of them. Okay, I'm, good. I'm, good, I'm all good for, for that. Them. I'm all for that. Because there are too I'm many... I'm so tired of parents using conventions as babysitters. Mm-hmm. That am... you won't have to card anyone. <laughs> mm. Well, no. Obviously, it's still going to be, you know, quote-unquote family-friendly. It's not going to be a 21-plus or an 18-plus thing. Mm -hmm. But a lot of these conventions, the parents will go, they will sign into the hotel, and then they will leave for the weekend. Mm -hmm. So you've got 15, 16-year-olds going around these these conventions by themselves. Right. And the only reason why the parents know that something is wrong is when one of their friends that doesn't want to go to, you know, an after party and get shit-faced calls their parents and goes, just to let you know, your daughter's getting Mm shit-faced. And that's when they come running to the convention and start blaming the convention because they weren't watching their daughter and their daughter is drunk and sitting in the corner of a room. I've seen it. I've seen it a lot. Yes, and there was a time I helped the drunk person. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at this particular convention. Can it you... happens way, way too much because, you know, parents are like, oh, it's about cartoons, and, you know, they're going with their friends, not realizing that, like, exactly what goes on. They don't realize that their 16-year-old is now going to go into a rave, probably drunk, and get you know, harassed and touched and danced upon mm-hmm. by, you know, 20 and 30 year olds. And then there are some of those, um, con goers, cosplayers who are of that age who are all for that. So they hopefully their parents drop them so they can be a little wild child. Uh, no. No, at 16, you don't need to be quote unquote enticing people twice your age. Because, I'm sorry, that's illegal. Mm-hmm. And while you might not get in trouble for it, they will. Yep. Lying about your age is fucked up. Yep. Trust me, there are enough people your own damn age that will fuck you that you don't need to go and look for somebody twice your age. Mm-hmm. Get out of the house. I get it. You want to go have fun. I get it. Don't go up there expecting that you're going to get laid and all of this bullshit and lie to people. And you might not even be 16 because there are some 12-year-olds that look like they're in their 20s now. Yes. And as I am Anon says, my dad dropped me off at a hotel years ago, but I actually practice common sense. Hell, I've been to a few bitching parties with common sense people. Not all kids are responsible enough, and that was almost 10 years ago. Um... Ranger Serena says, no, Thotamus Prime. Sit your little 15-year-old ass in the corner and read a book. Not a sports <laughs> page, not a magazine, but a book. A motherfucking book. I mean, I admit the first anime next I went to, um, we had a parent sign us in. At that point, it was, you know, we were 20. It wasn't that we were, you know, 15. It's Ooh. just that hotels, you have to be 21 to actually book the room and all of that yes. good bullshit. So we had to use somebody else's information because, you know, we weren't that age. Right. But we also weren't 15-year-olds running around acting like fucking fools. 
And as Kelly said, Kelly DeMighty says, hey, so yeah, I know enough about cons to know not to leave my kids alone. Fair enough. And Bob, <laughs> yes, yes, Bob Coffey gets a quote of the night. He gets a quote Bob of Coffey, the night. you win. Le Bob Coffey says, LeVar Burton needs to hold a reading rainbow panel at some con and tell some of these kids to read a motherfucking book. I would pay to see such a panel. I and would wait in line like a normal person to see that panel. And as Kelly DeMighty says, hell, Ron must save my ass a few times. Yes. Kelly was one of those I used to hang out with at an amazement, and pretty much it got to the point where if people saw me walking around with females, a lot of guys were like, well, uh, no. Yeah, I wasn't having that shit. No, and that's the thing. If you're going to be young and you want to go and hang out, you know, go hang out with your older friends because I know that's the reason why you're going to these mm -hmm. conventions is you've got older friends to go hang out with. So do that. Don't go off on your own. Why do we hear about so many of these underage girls getting picked up by guys or getting hurt or, you know, disappearing for hours on end? It's because they are too young to be left alone. And I don't mean that, you know, in a bad way. They are literally too young to be left alone because most conventions have it that if you are not a certain age, you're not supposed to be left alone anyway. And, you know, they walk away or they think, oh, you know, I'm just going to stay here and they end up walking off anyway. Don't do shit like that. Hang out with your friends. That's the whole point of the fucking convention. Mm -hmm. DV123 says, I go with my parents to cons because my mom and dad are anime lovers and comic lovers. I'm 20, but my parents love them and even help with my cosplays. That's cool. Now I'm 32 years old and my mother still helps me with my cosplay. There you go. I, I am so going to try and get her to go to Anime Next since it's an AC next year. Mm -hmm. She'll. Pr I, I know I'm not going to get her to go the entire weekend, but I might be able to get her to go down for a day. As one of the Beatles? If if I ask her to cosplay, she probably would, and I would totally cosplay with her, and we would have to coordinate. Like it's Sergeant just... Pepper's Lonely Hearts kind of cosplay. Well, no, not necessarily Beatles or something like that, but I definitely would do either something mother daughter or some sort of group thing if I can convince her to go. It would have to be semi-simple cosplay, only because I know that she's not going to want to fully do it. Mm -hmm. But I actually think I might have something in mind. Oh, shit. Um, no, my, my mother is huge, 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 huge into the Dresden series, just like I am. Ah. And I have been told that she's already gone, you know, and gotten some Christmas gifts. And she told me to not get anything for Dresden. So I know that she has picked me up some sort of cosplay something for Dresden. Mm. Um, so I'm wondering if I can get her to cosplay from Dresden with me. That'll work. There are a couple of characters that I know she wouldn't mind. And it would be very interesting to cosplay with my mom. <laughs> Well, it's not like you two are gonna be Ryoko and wash you, so. Uh, no, I don't think she'd be able to pull that one off. <laughs> Although, if you were on my personal Facebook, um, she does help me a lot with my wigs, and usually before we touch them, she ends up putting them on and doing selfies with them. 
Yeah. This is my mom. I can't <laughs> picture your mom going up shouting, My babies! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if, if I find something that she's into, I know that she would cosplay with me. It's just, it has to be something that she would be into as well. Mm. So either some sort of book series or an older cartoon, I know she wouldn't mind. So there is, uh, I don't know if she would do this, but for Alvin and the Chipmunks, if I ever do end up uh, cosplaying from that, yeah. um, the quote unquote mom for the Chipettes was, you know, that tall, you know, larger woman, the older woman. I might be able to get her to do that. Although then she would have to be in a dress and that's just creepy. <laughs> I've never seen her in a dress. The last time I think she really wore a dress was for her sister's wedding, and mm -hmm. she was in it. And I know that uh, she put on one of my skirts, and I refused to look at her. I actually curled up in a ball and covered my eyes so that I that she could not force me to look at her in my skirt because <laughs> it creeps me out. But, yeah. So I'm excited for that reason. Wow, I I think that's pretty cool. All right. I'm actually trying to find out the the, the their father's mo mother's name. Hmm. Ugh, pardon me. No problem. It was Mrs. Something. I know yeah. it wasn't you know a first name and a last name. Yeah. Like it wasn't Dave. Mm-hmm. Miss Miller, that was her name. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was her name. <coughs> okay. All right, let's get to the part of the show that all y'all love. Weird news from Japan. All right, so who's going first? It don't matter. No, I've got to pull up the uh, articles. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm actually it's it's loading the background for me, so. I think you should take the last one, but mm. I'll take this first one. Okay, go for it. A 16-year-old boy arrested for throwing two-liter PET water bottles from condo. Police in Tokyo on Wednesday arrested a 16-year-old boy who threw full two-liter PET bottles. I guess it's capitalized on the yeah. PET or PET. From a high-rise apartment building in Tokyo's Chuo Ward onto pedestrians below. <coughs> On June 7th at around 2.45 p.m., a 33-year-old pregnant woman who was pushing a baby store in front of a 32-story apartment complex in Tuscada, on Tsukuda, sorry, mm. sustained a minor injury to her shoulder after she was hit by a full PET bottle, police said. In a second incident that occurred just before 7 p.m., a PET bottle was again thrown from the same building. The local mm -hmm. resident spotted the boy and notified the police. <clears throat> police said Thursday the boy admitted to throwing the bottles out the window of his apartment and said he did to ease the stress, even though you know someone might get hurt. The boy said he wasn't getting along with his parents. <clears throat> wow. So he's just being an asshole and yep. he doesn't know any know any way else to uh, deal with it. 
What a charmer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mako, next one is yours. Okay. And should I get the shotgun for this one? Nah. Okay. So, um... I know this was actually on Facebook a while back, but it seems that the execs are actually being arrested now. Mm -hmm. um, there was a dating site in Japan, um, and it was basically a full scam site. Uh, yeah, so... Um, a Sakura site is a scam dating site that employs workers to chat with members to entice them into paying for services or memberships. While it might not seem too big a deal at first glance, these sites often use photos and profiles ripped from the other sites without permission, and uh, this one had raked in about 10 billion yen, col oh, yeah, 10 billion yen collectively in 2012, um, and it's ballooned since then. Wow. So this particular one um, uh, was a group of dating site executives who ran multiple scam sites, uh, 2.7 million users on the site, um, and they were all men. There was only one woman on the site. The wow. rest of the women were male members uh, chatting uh, um, and were being paid to do it. They're all paid fakes. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of male members went through, um, posted themselves as women, and yeah, that's how they were paid. Uh, yeah. So the uh, scam site apparently had a total of 2.7 million members, all but one of them were men. The site employed male part-time workers to chat with the members who reportedly paid in 6.6 .6 billion yen since the site started in 2004. One user allegedly spent around 13 million yen. Wow. So, yeah, this is why you be extremely careful who you're talking to on those dating sites. Uh-huh. Because it's not just, you know, the scammers that do that. I know a woman who portrayed herself as a man on one of those sites, on one of the dating sites... Um, and basically used it as an excuse to quote unquote turn women gay because obviously if they wanted to date this person thinking they were a guy, they should have no problem dating a woman. Well, yeah, the problem comes in with, you know, the physical aspect, but she wasn't thinking about that. And she wondered why she was always single. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, be very, very careful who you think is somebody "quote unquote" interesting online. Mm. It's like when you meet a female on, on an MMO, and you gotta rem remember that might not be a real female on the other side. Mm -hmm. Especially in a lot of games where picking your character's gender is completely superfluous. Uh huh. Yep. So, last one, DJ. Well, the reason why they said the last one is for me, because if you know me, I love my coffee. 
can't start mm-hmm. my day without it, and I and I usually can't. And I and I'm usually not prone to killing anyone as long as I have some. <clears throat> usually. Usually. Seven Eleven Japan ups its coffee game. As the article states, up until fairly recently, convenience stores may have not been your first one when it comes to procuring a cup of hot coffee. Now you live in the states. That's where you go. That or the corner, um, the the the, the breakfast stands. But in the last year or so, chains like Seven Eleven and Lost have been offering some really great tasting and affordable fresh coffee options, with self-service machines near the register. That's cool. Sure, there are plenty of bottled and canned coffee options in the back, but there's something about holding a steaming cup of Joe that makes it all worthwhile. Now, a mysterious new black cup has made an appearance alongside regular clear iced coffee cups sold in 7-Eleven stores. Get ready for that classic coffee flavor with the 7-Eleven new iced cafe latte. The coffee machines installed in the 7-Eleven may be great, but they don't have a separate nozzle for adding milk. But what it is, the secret is in the ice. When you get a normal iced coffee at the convenience store, you buy a plastic cup filled with ice and the fresh coffee is poured over it. In order to achieve the, an iced cafe latte, a little something special is added. Tiny white beads. Upon closer inspection, they are frozen balls of milk and sugar. The iced drinks retail for 180 yen, which is probably about $2. After you pay for them, you use the machine to put the coffee in yourself like any other self-service. It dispenses the coffee, and it's pr- and according to the person who wrote the article, it's, it's good. The coffee drink comes in pre-sweetened, so they like the rich sugary addition, but those who don't like it without any extra sweetness should steer clear as it might be too much for them. One, besides that one caveat, the writer of this article was really satisfied with the coffee offering. I think that would be kind of cool, yes. because when you get normal iced coffee, it starts to get watered down because of the ice. Yeah. And some... So when your ice mm-hmm. is actually the cream and the sugar, mm-hmm. it's okay for it to get watered down. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and in some it, wouldn't pla- be, it wouldn't be, you know, taken away from the flavor yeah. of the coffee. Right. Yeah. And in some places, like if you're lucky, some Dunkin' Donuts where you get iced coffee, they'll put liquid sweetener in it, which makes it perfect. And those that don't, they'll just put the sugar in. you got to... Make sure you you stir it up after they stir it up, and hope and pray that when you drink the coffee, you don't take a full shot of sugar in your mouth. Yeah, which almost never happens. Yeah. I will. I will. I think yeah, because they need to introduce this. Because to be perfectly honest, the iced coffee here at Seven Eleven sucks. It truly, truly sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. You know. I don't like. I don't go for coffee a lot. I usually only get it um, when I'm working really, really late at night. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've actually found that some of the iced coffees, even at Dunkin' Donuts, just don't taste right. Yeah, but some of them actually have it. There are some that actually have it pre-made. And then there are some that just takes the regular coffee it's room temperature, and then they add the ice, which is, you know, it's to each his own. Mm-hmm. All right. We are running way late as per normal when we talk about conventions. So we're going to go ahead, play our last track, and wrap shit up. So um, we'll be back.
Something's up where it's cutting all the dead air like that. Should, the crossover shouldn't be like that. Yeah, well, it is what it is. So, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They intro, tell another friend, and so on and so forth. Um, we're independent bloggers, we're independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So, let us know what you think of our show. Uh, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that's podcast at animejamsession.com. We, tell us what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com. Uh, we just have our review from from one of our staffers about Castle Point, and I do believe we'll be having our Denver Comic Con and Anime Next reviews coming up soon. And uh-huh. we'll have some, and we'll have some pictures from more pictures from Castle Point and other conventions we've covered, including Anime Boston. Expect a link to those soon. Um, if you have trouble accessing our site for our podcast, you can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, TuneIn Radio. If you listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher, all we're asking for five-star reviews, throw us a bone. We'd really appreciate it. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. Um, a bunch of con videos have just gone up, so definitely check those out. If you want to check out what we like on YouTube, you can find me at youtube.com slash S. Ari is at Ari22682. And Mako-chan is at Jupe Luna. Check out our Twitter. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us here for the latest on our website. Photos, videos, articles, all that cool stuff. If you want to follow us on Twitter and see what's on our mind, uh, you can find me at Twitter.com slash DigiRunMass. Ari is at the Ari Man. And Mako-chan is at Joe Vide. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. 
Thank you so much everyone for liking the page. We really appreciate it. We're truly humbled by it. As long as you continue to like our page, the articles, the photos, the videos, the links, all of that good stuff, we'll continue to add more content for you. If you want to interact with us on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjronmas. Um, Ari's at Ari Rockefeller. And Mako-chan's at Makoto Mako-chan Kino. <coughs> and we're not the only Vogue-centric uh, geek podcast on the network. Um, there are other cool shows, so check out Starboard Power and Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, Bobby Blackwell Show, Orange Knowledge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Understation Live, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wild, and Horde House. Shows about video games, anime, pop culture, science fiction, books, and movies. All that awesome stuff. So definitely check it out at vognetwork.com. Go around the room. Last words, Ari. I'm looking forward to my next two days off. I'm still not fully recovered from anime next, I don't think. I hear you about that. Mako-chan. I'm going to bed. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Uh, I got stuff to tape up and pack up and mail out, and I want some ice cream before I go to bed. This whole getting up at 5 a.m. is going to probably be the death of me till I make it through. Well, that is it. End of list. We're getting out of here. Um, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Later, everyone. Night. I had to speed through that, because, you know, it is getting late and all, so... Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. Thank you, I appreciate that. I feel too sick to fuck with you right now. Oh, you That's what I was assuming. Duh. Jamatane!